what did he say? So I met Tori and Heather at the meet and greet. And then he said, um, this is Heather, the actual travel nurse, the one that, the one that you guys actually work with. And then I'm, I'm Tori. My title is RV bitch or something like that. (laughs) 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 Something like that. And sweet. Yeah. Great guy. Made me laugh. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. And beer this week, this is the one I talked to, did I talk about this last week? The the potential beef? Yeah, that you did. Got? You brought it up. We got yeah, some, some, maybe? Heat. Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, so Dolan was just, and I'm going to let him introduce this, just, uh, because he has uh, met Tori and Heather Campbell, two of our travelers, or, well, Heather Campbell, our traveler, right? Yep. And then Tori, who is husband. Yes. Uh, beer fan, listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a while now, he has said, you've got to try this beer. This beer is called Hop Chowder. Yeah. It is awesome. You've got to try it. We finally got to a meet and greet down in his neck of the woods. Yeah. And uh, he got us some of the beers. So, Dolan, if you want to, you want to introduce these? Yeah. So, um uh, the one that he really loves and the one that he's been wanting us to drink forever is uh, Goldwater Brewing's um, hazy IPA called Hop Chowda. 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 Uh, he says, and I quote, this is his words, when I met him down in the at the Phoenix meet and greet, um, he says that this is the best hazy IPA in Arizona. I don't... Okay. Okay. He says Arizona. He could have said Phoenix. It's one of the two. To me, mm. I've only been in the Phoenix area, so Phoenix to me is Arizona. I think for the sake of this episode, we'll say Arizona. We'll sure. Say, we'll say yeah. Arizona. It's the sure. best. Yeah. Um, I said, oh, really? Because I think I know the best hazy IPA oh, in Arizona. So we had a little bit of a friendly yeah. little beef there. I said, oh, why uh, did you know this? Yeah. Why did I know which one was because it wasn't the one uh, he said, right? Yeah. Right. So two weeks prior to this meet and greet. Well, yeah. actually, let's back up a year. Oh boy, mm. time machine. No, mm. t- this would have been yeah a year. So March of 2020. So two years. Oh my ago, goodness. Yeah, our last meet and greet in Arizona before mm-hmm. the world kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I stayed after the meet and greet, and I did a little bit of. I've never been to a new city on my own Hmm. so i stayed in phoenix for like three or four days and just traveled phoenix by myself did the things that i wanted to do drank the beer that i wanted to drink um just something i've always had on my bucket list so i did it and i ended up at this place called fate brewing company in scottsdale uh really close to the botanical gardens there okay um and i drank uh first off their flagship beer is called uh chili gatos Mm. which is a chili beer um, they built the brewery off of that beer. Off a of chili beer. Off a of chili beer. You you gifted me one of those. Yeah. I yeah. drank it. Yeah. It was delicious. Really? It was, it's amazing. Uh, Kristen Begeman, recruiter, mm-hmm. was just there a couple weeks ago, and she had it and um, absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was um, really good. Interesting. The next one on that list, that they their next flagship IPA, mm-hmm. is False Promises, and that's what I have here. 
That's what I think is the best mm-hmm. hazy IPA in Phoenix. Uh, so, of course, when I went back for the meet and greet, um, I went back, or actually, I was there two weeks before the meet and greet on my honeymoon. I went back and got False Promises, brought it back to have it on the episode. Two weeks later, I get Hop Chowder, Hop Chowder, mm-hmm. um, Hop Chowder uh, from Tori, and he says, it's the best hazy IPA. Yeah. So today, I think we're going to settle that beef. Oh, boy. Maybe. All right. So there's going to be Maybe. no losers here for us. Well, exactly. I. Yeah, we win here. Quite no one could lose. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> did, that's okay. We'll did, win. Did Tori have the false promises? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I, I brought mm. it up no to No spoilers. Him. Don't tell yeah, us what yeah, it yeah. says. No, okay. I will right. not. I will not. Well, later on, after we've had them both. Mm-hmm. You got to open these beers. So here okay. you go. Okay. I'm going to... While gonna, you're doing your thing, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to put my glassware over here. For those of you who can't see, who are listening on is everyone I yeah, think everybody I think yeah. yeah I'm going to be pouring these under the table so Brian and Rich will not know Mm-mm. you won't even have to do that I'll just do this okay yeah, perfect because yeah, I'm gonna read perfect. my my paper here so Goldwater uh, as you said a few times hop chowda chowda uh, other IPAs that they had on their tap list birthday suit hazy gates Amarillo Flowers, mm. and Citra Hop Chowda. Oh. So that was why I was in trying to inquire, why do, where's the other ones? And they also had another one that I saw online, uh, a different version of the Chowda series. They also had a Strawberry Kiwi Sour. Mm. Uh, this one I wrote down because I don't like his tunes, but Machine Gun Teddy uh, <laughs> is a brown. And then they had one called $100 Pills, which I bet you would enjoy. I would, Rich. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I wrote down this quote... Um, about some of their packaging and just the way it looks there, their their vibe. Mm-hmm. People like what they see before they taste what they like. People like what they see before they taste yeah. what they like. Because, you know, you're getting oh, a beer, true. you got to look at mm-hmm. it and say, oh, okay. Like, oh, look at this can. I like the can art. Yeah. I don't like the can art. You're not tasting it first. Sure, sure. So that's um, one of the little things I wrote down about the place. Hmm. Um, while I have your attention about this, I wanted to find out Chowder. I'm going to say it the right way, not chowder, chowder. As, as on the can, but chowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what is it? Where does it come from? What's I love going a good on with chowder? chowder. So here's what we got. Chowder has its roots, in the word-wise, in the Latin, uh, for the word caldaria, which means a place for warming things. Okay. Uh, which led to our word, the English word, cauldron. Ah. So you just... Put it in a big old pot and let it sit on the fire, and that yep. was that was it. Yep. Um, which is kind of interesting because it leads to a like a visual thing with witches, right? Absolutely. With the cauldron, of so course. we don't have witch cauldron images without the word caldaria chowder. Interesting, right? Interesting. Okay. So the first ones that were really ever made, um, from what I could find, 15th and 16th century is where the the first like recipes come from or the idea for this chowder um fish and vegetables were pretty much what they were made with it was kind of like a poor person's Hmm. uh like mm, i guess meal it would be a a thick and hearty thing and it would like kind of be your all day you know calorie intake okay um some people when they would have it would do um salt pork which is just like you know, the way that they oh, kept yeah. it fresh or right. whatever. Right. Um, and then sometimes they would put um, something that's called a ship biscuit into it. 
ship biscuit. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's something that's like unleavened bread that's probably pretty hard oh. that could last on a boat. Okay. And then they would add that to it. Mm-hmm. Now, a good chowder is going to have crushed up crackers usually in there. Mm. Or like the oyster crackers yes. maybe. So mm-hmm. that's something that has its origins in this other thing from mm-hmm. like 500 years ago. Sure. Um, usually they'll have fish or shellfish. That's one of the main ingredients. Okay. Um, that's how it gets the word or the title of a chowder. Not necessarily what it looks like. Um, then they were being made in France uh, from Bordeaux to Brittany, up in that, like the coast of France, I guess. Mm-hmm. The first recipe I could find in the United States was in the Boston Evening Post. And that was printed in, let's see here. So if the month is nine, that's September 23rd, 1751. That's okay. prior to us even being a country. Wow. Uh, the first time it was in a cookbook, Amelia Simmons, in 1800. And here is the first line I wrote down. Take a four-pound bass and boil it for half an hour. Whoa. Okay. Not a 3.725. No. Four-pound. <laughs> Throw gotta, back if yeah, it's less. You got to have a four-pound bass. So apparently they were stocking those in the markets in 1800. And then um, in the 1850s, it became more of a mainstay in the northeastern United States. It's not like a, a meal that you get in Arizona, probably, mm-hmm. or, you know, Texas. Mm-hmm. Chowder isn't something no. that's known for that. No. Um, and then I wanted to find out, okay, what kinds are there? Fish cod, um, conch chowder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is New England clam chowder. Of would, course. You, would that be the red or the white? Ooh, good question. Mm. Well, Manhattan, my friend, Manhattan mm. clam chowder is the tomato-based. See, that, that there you one's go. red. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. New England clam chowder is going to be white. White. It's got milk and Tomato-based. That seems weird to me in a chowder. Yeah. It does. They also no. have shrimp and corn chowder. Those are the main popular yeah. ones. Yeah. But that's my chowder information for are you. Are you a chowder fan in general? I mean... Um, I usually try to stay away from white foods if I can. <laughs> it's my thing. White yeah. foods? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. So you don't eat radishes or... Well, those are reddish okay. on the outside and they're spicy, but like um, I'm not a ranch person or blue cheese person or cottage cheese person or mayonnaise person. Mm. Uh, usually it's a texture thing, pudding, tapioca. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it, as I've gotten older, I just decided it doesn't taste good. I don't want it. Mm. Um, so I would... I mean, I guess I'll have like a corn chowder, mm-hmm. but I'm not someone that's ordering clam chowder on purpose. Sure. No, not yep. me. Ugh. I love clam chowder. Me, yeah. I'd... I've never had it fresh though. I've only ever had it like, I don't know, like, like in, in the a can. can. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'll tell you when we, when I anytime I get Boston, New England states, anywhere up there, chowder's on my. Um, it yeah. doesn't matter. It could be the middle of summer. I don't care. Yeah. I'll have some. Give me the chowder. Yeah, I'll take some. All right, Dolan, what do we got here? You, you, because these beers look identical side by side. Blind taste test They look yeah. identical. It's like the Pepsi challenge. Remember that back in the I day? I do remember that. Okay, so um, we're going to try beer one. Uh, beer one is going to be um, Rich, your Sam Adams glass. Okay. And then Brian, your Atlas okay. glass. Mm-hmm. That's beer one. All right. That's beer one. Good, sm- good, like hazy IPA kind of smell to it. Oh, yeah. Mm, that smells good. Mm-hmm. It almost smells like a brew day at the brewery when you walk in. It does. That, that first mm-hmm. hit of air you get. Oh, yeah. That that hop yeah. aroma, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what it's almost it. like. Mm. It's almost like a warm fog mm-hmm. you're walking into, grains and, it, and hops. Mm-hmm. And it just hangs. Like, mm-hmm. it just, yeah. You know, like mm. the haze in the air. Huh? Mm. Yeah, yep. 
good little bitterness at the end, which is mm. nice. Ooh, yeah, that's that's quite tasty. Not like like punch in the face juice bomb, but yeah. but good IPA flavor though. Yeah, I mm. okay. I could drink a lot of this. I'm going. This I'm going to sure. go back for <laughs> just a little more. <laughs> me too. Mm-hmm. All right, me three. Okay, interesting. All right, and we're not going to know till the end which is which. No? <clears throat> Correct. Yep. No, nope, okay. I'm not going to tell you. So then, beer two is mm-hmm. obviously the second one that you, you have. One? Yep. Way juicier smelling, right? I get pineapple right away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Less mm-hmm. grainy smell. Mm-hmm. More bitter, but it kind of dies off. So there's bitterness, and then it kind of falls it off. Really peaks. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then that you get that. Oh, when you breathe out, you get the kind of citrusy flavor again. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And they actually stayed really well in these cans because that's how I remember both of them. For real? Yeah. I've okay. Had, I've had both of them multiple occasions. You want to sit? Because I've got a I've got a early take. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna. Okay. You know, yeah. Uh, I like beer, I like beer number one. Beer first. number one. I like beer number one better. Now we'll see if that evolves. Yeah, uh, over as time. we talk. Here. I second that emotion. Interesting. <laughs> you know which is which. Yes, yes. he does. Yep. So. I'm, I'm not even going to look at his face. I no, don't want I don't. any tells. <laughs> yeah. No. Let me get you some of this other information real quick. Okay. And then then Dolan can tell us about the breweries. Um, cool. I wrote down some fate stuff um, about South Scottsdale. Is that where you were? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, food. I got to talk about the food, right? Mm-hmm. Because I write down things that either I would want to try or things I've never seen on menus before. Um, cheesy jalapeno cornbread fritters. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> not a standard Mm-mm. thing that you see. Nope. Um, of course, pretzels. Of course. They're- One for eight or oh. two for 14. Go for the two. The old's better sure. for your money. Right. Did you have so those? So good. Standard, okay. like soft so pretzel, good. I assume? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but it's the it's the che- the beer cheese mm. or the mustard. Oh, you can yeah. get... Yeah. It comes with both. Yeah. The beer cheese is amazing. Mm. I would go with the beer cheese. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's Which no is uh, made with uh, one of these beers. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. Something called crispy potato tacos. Weird. I was intrigued. Okay. I did not see a photo of this thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like, you know, some potato, like a chip, you know, like fresh made potato chips mm. as the shell potentially. I don't know. Interesting. But I was I was intrigued. I would, you know, want to know more about that. And then yeah. of course the cheddar broccoli grilled cheese sandwich. Cheddar broccoli grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Well I'm I'm not generally a broccoli fan. Yeah, I I'll eat it. If you chop it up and <laughs> yeah. kinda hide it in there, then With some okay, hot cheese. Yeah, I mean sure. cheese sauce on broccoli is pretty pretty tasty. Mm. That's a good way to trick you to eat it. Okay. At least how it worked when I was a kid. Yeah. Um so I, in a grilled cheese I assume it'd probably be pretty good. And then they had uh, gluten free stuff. Um, pizza. Looks like they had pizzas there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wrote down three pizzas, um, and I wanted to get your your takes on these. Grape Escape. Oh, boy. Garlic oil. Yeah. Mozzarella. Roasted grapes and goat cheese. Ro- like like regular grapes? Not like, like yeah, grapes. tomato grapes? No, or like grapes. Gra- grape like, tomatoes? Let's call them gre- like purple grapes. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're real grapes. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. So or sow sweet. Okay. S O W. So I'm, it's like pig thing maybe. Okay. Um, same has garlic oil. These are not like red pizzas from what I could tell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, prosciutto. That's a fun word. And uh, green apples. Ooh. Mm. 
Man, they like the combination. That's here. weird, right? It's interesting. Fruit okay. And sa- it's like sweet and savory, I guess. Mm. And then this one uh, I wrote down just because it sounded like uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, Sticky Fingers. Hmm. Uh, prosciutto again, red onion, arugula. And then it has a habanero honey glaze on the crust. And I assume Ooh. Dolan would enjoy yeah. that spicy, sweet goodness there. It's right up his alley. Um, and then they had for dessert, key lime pie, creme brulee, cheesecake. That seems fancy for a brewery. That seems fancy. It, yeah, it looked pretty I'm good. I'm not complaining at I all. I mean, even for like a pizza place, that was fancy. Yeah. Those are like, you know, ingredients. Well, the food there is awesome. I haven't had yeah. bad food there. Yeah. Interesting. And this is at Fate Brewing. This is yes. at Fate. This is the False yep. Promises beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other beers I had, I've never seen this before, an Italian-style Pilsner. Like, I've seen it in the store, but I've never seen it on tap. Uh, somebody in Colorado makes an Italian-style Pilsner, and I what can't What is it? Dry? Think... Super dry? It is very dry. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want to say, like, uh, like like a champagne-style, maybe hop, where it's really, really dry. Okay. I, I enjoyed it, though. It was different, but I enjoyed it. They have one that's called Fatality IPA, and mm-hmm. then just said with asterisks, too many IBUs. So, yeah. Like, fatality. Yeah. Like, like from Mortal Kombat. Mouth, yeah. yeah. Like, your mouth is, you know, uh-huh. you can't handle it. Yeah. They had a Weizenbach. They had a Hefeweizen. The uh, Chili Gatos. Yep. They Hatch had Chili one. Gatos. I still um, have one of those. You gave me one, too. Yeah. It's yep. in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had one called Shot in the Arm 2022 Barrel Age Stout. Shot in the Arm. Like uh, like your COVID vaccine or something, Maybe. I guess. I um, that's a really great Wilco song, by the way. I'll just oh. throw that out there. Um, happy hour, 11 to 6. That's a long happy hour. That's a long happy hour. $5 beers and wine. Done. Yes. So basically your whole day. Yeah, $5. Uh, if you want a day drink, which I'm a fan of. Yep. And then at this place, they have every Major League Baseball game oh. on TV. Wow. So, hey, if you're in the area and you need to see some baseball, eat some pizza and drink Italian-style Pilsners, this I see, is your place. I see why you like this place. Yeah, it's yeah. so awesome. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's that's what I got for that place. Let me tell you a little bit about Goldwater Brewing, though. Okay. Uh, I got a little bit on them. And this sounds it sounds like a place I'd want to go. They had two different locations, uh, one in Scottsdale and then one in Mesa. So I, I'm not familiar enough with Arizona to know how far apart that is. Well, I'll tell you this. When I went to Fate for the first time and drank my weight in False Promises mm-hmm. and Hatch Chili Gatos, yep. I walked 40 minutes... <laughs> To the Goldwater location in Scottsdale, I believe. Yeah, it was in Scottsdale. 40 minutes. Yeah, it's just west, but it's down like one street. So I was looking at it on Google Maps, you know, and it's it's just one straight shot. It's a 40 minute walk. I need Mm. to sober up anyways. So So I walked through Scottsdale and um, yeah, it was really cool. And let me remind, the whole trip was to be alone and explore, so... That's, that's what like, I did. Like yeah. find yourself or something? Like you no, did to like no, recenter? There was, there's no deeper meaning other no. than I've never been on a trip by myself to where I could just do whatever I wanted. Oh. And so that's what I did. That actually sounds kind of fun, Yeah, to be honest. I, I, pre-kids, I used to do that all the time when my wife would have these like conferences. And they'd yeah. be in you know, big, big right. cities. Yeah. Boston or uh, one of my favorites ever was Memphis. So oh, she'd go to work all day, like all day, get up early, six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning and be at conference till like six at night. Vancouver was another really fun one. And then during the day, I just do whatever I wanted, walk around, see what I could find. And then if it was cool, I'd take it to her there afterwards. Nice. Yeah. There was a music store on the way when I was walking there. I just walked in, checked it out, kept mm. walking, made it to Goldwater and had myself some hop chowder. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So 
So Goldwater was founded in uh, 2014. They, they technically started brewing in May of 2015 by Chad and Dylan McClelland with the help of their father, Greg. So they had all kind of decided, the three of them had decided they, they liked beer. They wanted to brew their own beer. Uh, it took them a couple of years to kind of get going on it. And uh, then, then they decided, you know what, we're going to give it a shot. And I think it, it said with the help of their father, Greg, I assume maybe with the help of the father's wallet, maybe? I don't maybe know. Maybe life experiences. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't It didn't give a lot of information about Greg, but I'm going to assume maybe maybe he grew some businesses himself, right? yeah. or, you know? And, and so... He uh, he supported his two sons and and uh, they got started May of 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see they haven't n- not that they haven't. I didn't see they like didn't have any awards on their website yet, like Great American Beer Fest or anything yeah. like that. I assume there's probably something though. Like we, yeah. if if one of these one of these two obviously is the Hop Chowder, yeah. and it's they're both really really good. I, yeah, I don't know if we can. One of the two of these is the best. Hazy IPA in Arizona. I guess we're we're gonna have to decide. We're that. gonna have. To. Okay, so here's where I'm at. Before we start talking about our travelers, because Tori and Heather Campbell are are fantastic yeah. traveling healthcare professionals mm-hmm. for us, and uh, I, I want to talk about them a little bit because Dolan got to spend some time with them. Uh, I'm going to stick with my first choice. I'm going to say beer number one uh, in the Sam Adams glass is the uh, is my favorite of the two. Now that being said, I've drank more of the other one, so. What Are you that? saving what your favorite until the end? I don't know. I, I don't do that know. sometimes. So with that being said, that's number one is my favorite. Brian, what do you okay. uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm there. I think with you still, but I, I'm I haven't decided. I mean, I've only had just a tiny. Little yeah, little. I won't. I won't tell you until we get to yeah. the untapped. Okay. That sounds good. Right. Until we get All to right. the untapped, I'll tell you what Sweet. is what. Um, Dolan, give us the information on these folks, because I, I have not met them. I have seen um, Tori's name um, in and around the podcast posts on social media that we yeah. that we put out. So we have one listener, at least, that we know about. <laughs> and I saw his name yesterday, actually, last night. So yep. uh, let me know, what are these folks uh, like? Yeah. Oh, man, they're so much fun. Uh, so Heather travels with Misty Lawhorn. Uh, longtime Atlas recruiter now. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, yeah, like I said, she she travels around. She's the travel nurse who who does business with Atlas, and then uh, from Tori's own words, he's the uh, RV bitch or <laughs> something like that. So right? they're RV travelers. <clears throat> they're RV travelers. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was really cool. Um, we ended up meeting them at the very last event that we had at the Arizona meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to this place uh, in Scottsdale, actually, uh, that was called the Hot Chick. Mm. Um, Braden claims it was named after him. I don't no. believe him, but well, well he's not a girl. But okay, right. <laughs> um, it was a hot chicken restaurant. Yeah, do they have so, chicken? So that's so that's the weird thing about it, right? So it was in downtown Scottsdale. Okay, it's a bunch of bars, a bunch of clubs, like oh, club like <laughs> places. Yeah, that right. kind of club. Um, yeah. So this was like how to go. <laughs> oh, okay. oh that's okay. that's pretty good yeah um so it, it was like an arcade bar slash dance club slash and maybe the dance club was just because we we Cause you all, showed up we all danced and had fun right uh-huh. um and I, then they sold hot chicken yeah. oh, like sandwiches see there we go nuggets fries yeah. whatever so so the bar was like in the middle and then it was kind of surrounded by arcade games um, all in the 
big room. And then uh, across a little ways from the bar was the hot chicken lineup, uh-huh. right? So it was a long line and you just stood, ordered your chicken, and then they had it ready for you by the time you got to the end of the line or well, whatever. Could you Ooh. have a beer while you're in this line? Of course. Yeah, uh-huh. it's in the bar. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like yeah. that. You could literally get a drink from the bar, stand, the turn around and stand in line for chicken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, that makes a really nice sense. Because in the beginning, I thought you said it's an arcade. And I grew up in arcades. And you know yeah. what wasn't in arcades? <laughs> what? Hot chicks. There was a bunch of nerds like me. Yeah, no I've been to a few too. Yeah. But uh, if you mix in good chicken sandwiches, uh, dance alcohol. floor, and alcohol, yeah. maybe hot chicks would go there. Um, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's seriously like one of the weirdest combos that I've ever. <laughs> Sounds it, like it. It worked. Mm-hmm. It really worked. There was an outdoor patio. They kind of we ordered um, like a buffet style. So they brought out a bunch of hot chicken, and mm. so people got to eat like hot chicken nuggets and fries. And that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their fries were interesting. I think they're like like not only potato fries. Like they're kind of like a medley fry, but they okay. were really good. Um, medley of what? Sweet potatoes? Or? I didn't have them, so I couldn't mm, tell like, no, you. Just I, the chicken. Not, not a fan of the I sweet I wasn't potato, really no. hungry when I showed up. We had just... Just uh, thirsty. Look, I travel with Brayden, and it's like anytime we get a chance to try a new restaurant, we do. Yeah. Oh. So I was pretty full by the time I showed up. <laughs> um, but I did have some of the hot chicken. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Like Nashville hot? Like that kind of hot chicken? Yeah, Nashville okay. hot chicken well okay. and the thing is is so how we ended up there was sydney lamberty's um so nikki lopez mm-hmm. uh he knows the owner of this place so yep. that was kind of the connection there um otherwise i don't think we would have ever went there we wouldn't have, got we wouldn't have known about it like hmm. and the pitch would have been really weird right like hey guys there's a hot chicken arcade club dance club right that you let's can go. go yep yeah um <sighs> so yeah so that's where i ended up meeting them was that last event Sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah, Honestly, it does. after meeting them, it was perfect. Yeah. Because just as weird as the, as weird, fun, amazing as uh-huh. the club was, uh, that's how I would describe Heather and Tori. Like, they are just, they're so outgoing. They're so friendly. Um, they were so excited to be there. Uh, and honestly, I was excited to finally meet Tori mm-hmm. uh, and actually put a face to the name because like you said I, I always saw his comments um, I had no idea who he was at that point oh, yeah. you know huh. and so it was kind of cool to connect all the dots um, he ended up winning a cooler while yeah. he was there so he's got an Atlas Perfect. cooler to go yep. with that that uh, RV yeah. <laughs> of nice. his um, and then he was super super excited about uh, this episode so hmm. I know he's going to be listening to it awesome. commenting on it when it comes out well and I had I had a chance to talk to Misty beforehand about them and uh, nothing but awesome things to say about them she's Heather's an L&D nurse been traveling for us two to three years now uh, very like like you said very outgoing love mm-hmm. concerts like if there's yeah. a if there's a um, if there's a model for like kind of what we want out of, out of a traveler it sounds like that's what they are oh yeah Right, They're, they, they live for it. Absolutely. They love exploring. They love going to concerts, new areas, different breweries. Yeah, yeah. they love it. It's kind of like what travel nursing is supposed to be. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's about the money. It's sure, your career yeah. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. man, if you don't, there's two models, right? Yeah. There's the chase the dollars, or you go have fun and figure out where you want to maybe go live it up. Yeah. In the, in the future, right? Yeah. It's a lifestyle, and they really embrace that lifestyle. Nice. Yeah. I, I know their their Atlas Adventure was a was a festival was a rock concert like a rock that's festival. so cool so mm. I, I, yeah I, I think that's if that doesn't fit them i don't know 
yeah we talked music and beer it was like yeah it was a long lost brother yeah it was really cool yeah well i love that we have a fan i mean that's super cool (laughs) yeah and he was got sent the beers yeah yeah so yeah i'll I'll, uh definitely be sending you some uh atlas tasters and beer with atlas stickers soon tori so has he had like nebraska ipas i think he said that you gave him some did i send him some some point yeah maybe yeah, uh, I could be wrong. If not, I'm going to send you some cross drain. Well, yeah. Heck yeah. A new one just came out last night called Farm Team that's pretty darn good. It's mm. a hazy IPA. It's it's pretty good. So. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I one, I like I said, I'm super excited we have a fan that, that listens consistently, right? That wants to be involved. We we get beers a lot from our travelers. Now, whether or not they actually listen, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I love it that he listens, that he's excited about it. I'm excited. I was excited to try this one. I hope, not that I don't appreciate Dolan's palate. Sure. <laughs> I hope it's the hop chowder because I love the label. The label has a very Campbell's soup can look to it. You know what? I did a little research on oh. that. Oh, nice. Uh, because it, previous versions of this beer, mm-hmm. it really looked like Campbell's soup. Uh-oh. They backed off a little. You think they got uh, a... It was they like got a, red. They got a letter the in the mail? The top part was red. Ooh. <laughs> right? I bet they got a letter in the mail. But I didn't do the standard, you know, here's Campbell's soup. Okay. What I did was Andy Warhol. Mm. Because he's the one that designed that. He made the soup can iconic. Wait, yes. wait, wait. Let's back up. Yeah. I want to point out that... Tori and Heather's last name Campbell. Is Campbell, right? <laughs> it was nice. meant to be. It was meant to be. No wonder he likes, <laughs> right? Hop chowder. Mm. Uh-huh. All right. So Andy Warhol, born in Pittsburgh. Did you know that? I didn't know it. I assume I would assume New York, but no. 1928 passed away in 87, so pretty long life. Yeah, he went to the Carnegie. That's how you pronounce it, not Carnegie, but Carnegie Institute of Technology, because Andrew Carnegie was from Pittsburgh area too, and he put his name on everything. Okay, so that was like where he went to school. Um, his degree was in uh, pictorial design, so okay. maybe you'd call that graphic arts nowadays. Sure, I don't know. Sure, um, he moved to New York City because that's where you have to go. To be an artist and illustrator in the yep. 50s. Yep. And he worked 10 years as a commercial illustrator. So he did things like um, ads and he did magazines and he did that mm. sort of thing. So for 10 years. Yep. And then 1962 hits. And that's kind of when he comes on the scene. Um, he gets a job doing stuff for Coca Cola. He does the soup can for Campbell's. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. He designed that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that adds a whole new layer to all this. He does some, then he works on that, and then he starts making paintings of these things, right? Okay. And his idea is to, like, make art of things that are everyday items, which is basically what pop art is, okay? Exactly. So he has he's famous for a Brillo box painting that he made, just the Brillo pads, right? Interesting. He used to use those in the, in the thing. And then he painted a bunch of soup cans, different soup cans. Mm-hmm. Um, he did silkscreen prints, so limited runs, kind of like you'd make his t-shirt basically sort of thing. So he did a certain number of them, sold them out of his, he had like a shop. You could go in there and buy them and any sort of numbered print from him is worth lots and lots of bucks now. Oh, I bet. Um, in the mid to late sixties, he kind of, he became popular 
um, in the counterculture, but not hippie culture, which was kind of bubbling at the time. There was mm-hmm. also some like underground art stuff going on. And we talked about him just a little bit. He was he managed a Velvet Underground. If you remember that episode. Yes. He was doing that. He also made movies. He like yeah. put himself out into the culture, um, the counterculture, but not that hippie culture. He did not like hippies. Hmm. Um, 1968. I found this interesting. Um, somebody named Valerie Solanus. She he had a crew, an entourage, if you will, right? And she was a little upset. She was not getting the attention that she felt she deserved from him. So she walks into his studio and shoots him. Bang, bang. And he almost died. Whoa. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He got shot, took out like part of his liver and uh, punctured his lungs. And I think he got shot two to three times. He almost, he like literally almost died. He almost bled out. What year was this? The 68. Wow. And then he still lived for another 25, almost 30 years. Jeez. Um, but it was close. He had a close call there. What happened to her? Went to jail. Mm-hmm. She went to jail. Attempted murder. Um, he is famous for the idea of everybody gets 15 minutes of fame. Yep. That comes from him. Yep. So I, I suppose I've had mine, I guess. Have you? Yeah, I think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think not yet. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not worldwide fame, but I've... I was famous for 15 minutes, of, someday at we're least gonna, in Lincoln. Someday, maybe, we're going to be on like the Howard Stern show. Well, that'd be great. <laughs> Stern's going to be like, wait a minute. Like, uh, you started a beer podcast at a travel nurse staffing agency? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're like, yeah. you're right, Howard. And doesn't. Robin will be like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that, <perfect. laughs> that's my best Robin I could do, possibly. That's, so. that's pretty good. Yeah. Because um, that's how she is. She just injects like that. And yeah. So, Do you remember in the 80s? Because I wrote this down in my, in my research. He was on a Wendy's commercial. No. Andy Warhol. No. Selling hamburgers. Yeah. He, he was like a paid endorsement guy. He was sitting there. It was really? Like, yeah. It was weird. Check it out on YouTube. Is this before or after Where's the Beef? Uh, it was before, I think. Oh, wow. I think it was before, like 82, 83 in that area. Okay. Towards the end of his life. Um, he has a painting or like some of the art he did was he would take like already existing things pictures or whatever and then he would silk screen them and and make different colors you'd block them so he would put nine images the same image in a right thing right yes. so he's famous for elvis like in a western movie he's pulling out a gun mm-hmm. there's one that's called green car crash and i looked at it online it was pretty nasty it was this car crash from like the 50s where it was so you know they didn't have any seat belts or mm. windshields just gave out so there's this car crash and then in the background, this person's just walking down the sidewalk, and the guy that was driving the car that crashed is impaled on a light pole. He's just hanging there. And Whoa. there's the image of that, like, three different spots, but it's real green. Whoa. Um, he's famous for a picture of he did with, of Jackie Kennedy, like, right after the assassination. Okay. So, like, her face, and he has a picture of that that's really famous. And then I found a, a story... Um, in the what was it uh, was uh, NPR I guess okay All right. uh, real recently there's an auction happening in, on May 22nd and he's got a Marilyn Monroe painting that you if you think about Andy Warhol you, mm-hmm. you probably can picture it uh, it's expected to sell around 200 million dollars which will be the most expensive art piece mm. at least that's been created in the 20th century mm-hmm. um there's some that's earlier that are worth more but he's worth more than picasso if this sells at that because picasso is at like 68 million 
right now is like yeah. the record. And they're expecting this to like almost triple. Um, and in 1964, we talked earlier a couple years about he got shot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 1964, this other person, Dorothy, oh, what's her last name? Mm, Pod Bear. Okay. She walks into his studio. She's not a fan. She okay. pulls out a gun and she shoots a stack of Marilyn Monroe paintings. And the bullet goes through some of them, yeah. but not all the way through. So the one that's for sale, you can see a mark from this bullet. No. Yeah. What's the deal with girls trying to shoot him? I don't know. Man. Uh, he, he's not much to look at. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's in my opinion. You know, maybe after a couple more hop chowders, I'd change that idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, he just had this draw. People wanted to be around him. And uh, he was like the New York art scene. He is credited with creating the pop art movement. I'm a fan of that style of art. That's one of my favorites. Yep. I remember in the 80s, like all of the Burger King promotional stuff okay. was pop art-ish. Like yeah. I remember getting chicken tenders and the yeah. box looked like pop art and like there was a whole resurgence of that. Yep. Um, I don't know. But yeah, so that's why I thought of that was because of that can and previous runnings of the can, the label was red and way more identifiable as Campbell's Soup. Interesting. So there we go. We just watched an episode of, I, I love Antiques Roadshow. I do too. And uh, there was an episode where a guy had autographed soup cans. Yeah. From Andy Warhol. Yeah. Re- crazy. And it went for just ridiculous. I mean, he was just like, this is ridiculous money. I almost wrote it down in my research, but I didn't. But I remember it right now. There was a, there's a museum somewhere in Europe, and it has a painting of five different soup cans. Mm-hmm. And it stuck out to me because one of the names of the soup on the can was called pepper pot <laughs> and i thought oh ritual like yeah, pepper pot there we go so there you go it's iron man's girlfriend okay pepper pots <laughs> but yes i mean that's yes yes number one for me yeah number one for number me one? too not that i don't like number two number two i would I would drink all day long. I would happily drink all of these all day long. There was something about the, the yeah, something about number one that I really I just, enjoyed. I can't say it's better. I just prefer it. It just hits yeah. my palate better. Both are amazing. Like, yes. You know, I, I'm trying them both right now, and I'm like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I could I, I see where Tori's coming from. Yeah. Mm. See where Tori's coming from. Well, I see where you're both coming from. Absolutely. And I'm oh, happy yeah. Me to, too. to be here. All right. So are you jumping in? Do you have anything else before me, you jump in the untapped? Re- let's do sort of the big reveal, and then we'll do the untapped. Reveal and then untapped? Yeah, yeah. Well, then while we uh, get ready for the reveal, Tori also gave us something else. Uh-oh. Um, oh. Yeah, so nah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it out. Is there a bonus beer? You, there, uh, uh, bonus wine. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. I, okay, I think so it's our very first bonus wine. Bonus wine. We've talked about this Crossover. before. This is from Merkin Vineyards. Oh. Uh, Maynard from Holy Tool. Holy uh, what's his yeah. other band? Uh, and Perfect Circle. Perfect Circle. Yeah. yeah. He's got a couple uh, other ones, but yeah. This is a wine called Chupacabra. Oh, boy. Uh, oh. They said that... Because um, he's from Arizona, right? Right. Isn't yeah. this where his, yeah. his geal's at? I think this is out of... It's close to... Yeah, Wilcox, Arizona. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. So they drove down there and picked this up. Uh, I left the note on your desk. I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw that. It was mm -hmm. the pink envelope. Oh, okay. Uh, so after gonna... this episode, go check that out. So he was All a right. fan of the uh, Merkins episode? Yes. Oh, well, who wasn't really? Oh, yeah. Sure. So the card is, uh, I told him, I, I messaged him through Facebook, and I'm like, this card is awesome and terrible all at the same time. Oh, wow. You will love it. I feel like yeah. I should probably connect with this dude. Yeah. So uh, pulling out the wine ovation opener here. I don't know if I'm going to need it, but we're going to see. I think it's a screw top. I feel so. it looks like uh, a screwer. Yeah. Probably does, yeah. But this was also given by a traveler to Misty. So, yeah. Yeah. so it works. Wanted to pull that out there. I feel like uh, we should save a little of that for Aaron Daly. Oh, yeah. I already talked to him about okay. it. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a Wino Wednesday. Nice. And we're going to talk about Tool and Maynard and Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the whole wow. thing. So here's here's the thing. Like, oh, you even got other glasses for he this. Got, he got Look, clean glasses. This is the most prepared and planned ahead Dolan has ever been. <laughs> ever. And I love it. <laughs> I think he was just excited for it. Yeah. yeah. I, well, it's I fun to be the am. one that brings stuff. I felt yeah. so naked today. I didn't even have my little cooler or That's nothing. Okay. Here you go. All right. I just So I just went to my first Tool concert. Oh, yeah. Not too long ago. It was visually everything I thought it was going to be and more. It was unbelievable. And I'm, I am a, I am tool uh, uh, familiar. Sure. Tool How's adjacent. That? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, since then, I've listened to more tool because of that. And wow. yeah, it, it, I can see on, on the bottle. Yeah. I love a good red wine. Yeah. Bottle. They've got a Merkin on the, uh, is it, it's not like, I forget what that symbol is called but the oh, some the, merkin in front of him and but the merkin's made out of grapes yep yeah mm. grape merkin that's grape, a, put those merkin. grapes on the grape escape pizza from fate brewing mm -hmm. that is a really really good dry red wine mm. i really enjoy that yep that's Holy good smokes what yeah. is it a what Ooh, you gotta get that oakiness at the yeah, very you end don't you yeah um it is a is the cabernet maybe? Uh, Let's see. Chupacabra, red table wine from Wilcox. Oh, table wine. Okay, so it's a blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm. on the bottle it says, hot weather, sands rainfall resulted in a 25 to 30% reduction in crop load, but created a solid and focused expressions of sight and variety across the board. Picked on average 10 days early. Interesting. So I'm assuming they're talking about the grapes. The grapes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, so so he he expressed uh, how much he loved that Merkin wow. Merkin episode. He thought it was hilarious. He Googled it, and he's <laughs> just like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this!" Uh, realized he was really close to the vineyard and had to have us drink this on the show. Wow. Plus, it's our first bonus wine, I think, ever. Oh, yeah. ever. So ever. after uh, almost 200 episodes, yep. we're yeah, first bonus wine. Um, so the big reveal. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Beer number one was False Promises by Fate. Really? Yeah. Okay. Beer number two was Hop Chowda. Both great beers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, sorry, Tori, I'm going to take this win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to gloat at all about this. No. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Like I said. Both of those were great. Either of them. I would take either of them and be very happy. Yeah. I think, in fact, um, I've untapped both of them two years ago, and they were not far from each other. Like, I... I would drink both beers any given time 
whatsoever. Like I, I love yeah. them. I looked at that. You rated them the exact same. Did which I is really? Interesting. Yes, you did. Mm, yeah. Okay. Maybe your ratings have changed since maybe. then. And maybe they have. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So let's do Untapped. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll start with. Uh, we will start with Hop Chowda. Okay. All right. We'll start with the uh, with second place here. I feel like there's a lot of check-ins. Eighty-seven hundred oh, check-ins. More. I, th- okay. I thought there'd be more, but okay. Hmm. Eighty-seven hundred. Four point one nine. Uh, 4.15 3.99 Ooh, almost there too low not off too low yeah it is too low quite honestly yeah what are you looking for quite on you mean what are you looking for i mean this is a four five four seven five all day i think so that one had more the more fruity smell Mm -hmm. at the beginning right yes it did well it uh it had the mango citrus Mm -hmm. it's a juice bomb mosaic citra and el dorado yeah way more juicy than the false promises i think so but then the bitterness was there, and then it drops off. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's there for a second, and then it's gone. Which is, in, I always think that's interesting when you're tasting something like that, that mm-hmm. it doesn't stay. Like, you just, you get it for a second, and then it's not there anymore. That's, I yeah. think it's just weird how your palate develops over time, and you right. can actually taste things that are supposed to be yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure when we started a beer with Atlas, I probably would hate both of these. Yeah, probably. I think that's absolutely <laughs> yeah, true. Gross. Yeah, I think that's true. What? Yeah. Okay, false promises, 3,200 check-ins. Whoa, so way less. considerably less. Huh. Yeah, considerably uh, less. Where do you think we land on that one? Well, the thing about, I, I will say, the thing about Fate, I don't even know if the brewery is, like, up front. Like, I think it's their food, and then it's their beer, yeah. which mm. is interesting, because I don't, I didn't see a lot of, like, yeah any untapped on like no chive tv <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah no regular brewery but for stuff. a place like phoenix so that wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me that, that wouldn't Scottsdale. surprise me at all yeah is that especially. okay yeah um mm. this one is made with chinook falconers and flight hops i like falconers really that's one of the hops okay. i do enjoy yeah um i'm gonna go f- uh, since it's less i'm gonna go <laughs> three eight nine I'll say three seven seven three eight two. Ooh, close, close, closer on that one. Right in the middle. Yep, closer on that one. Hmm. So, ooh, that was fun. That was. That it was, was weird not knowing what we were drinking. Uh huh. Like I, the first time I ever did anything with Atlas with beer yeah. was with Seitner on a video, and we drink blind drank beers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I and remember that. that on National a, Drink Beer Day. Yeah. Yeah. So That's right. This was had a similar vibe. Uh, yeah. I am enjoying this wine. Thank you for that too. Mm. Yeah, it's really. I'm awesome. not a wine person. I kind of like this a mm. lot. I do. I dig red wines. I just now. I just want to have a big old bowl of pasta yeah. with some bread with it. Maybe that's some chowder. That's, that's my ooh, like a little chowder. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. That probably go really yeah. good. Okay, so you guys like false promises, but Untapped says hop chowder is bigger. That's true. Yeah. yeah, or better. Sorry, more. You know, more sample size. Yeah, yeah. that's true to that. All right, next week, uh, awesome music tie-in. Uh, uh, recruiter, uh, recruiter, uh, uh, employee, Atlas employee, Kyle Newsom brought us back a beer from a, a, a brewery we've had before, Revolution Brewing in Chicago. Oh. Probably my favorite. One, our, It's a very close tie mm. for my favorite brewery in Chicago, between that and Maplewood. Oh, that's the juice, oh, yeah. pants. juice pants, guys. Yeah, yeah those the are... Jorts. Yeah, and Son of Juice. Juicy Jorts. Yeah. Well, we have Crispy Cakes on the show, I think, oh, yeah. Crispy from Maplewood. Cakes, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, my tied for first, maybe just, maybe slightly ahead, just because they were their first mm-hmm. Revolution Brewing Company. Um, we have a barrel-aged... Aged in rye barrels, rye ale, mm. with a very uh, music tie-in name. So we're okay. going to talk about some music 
And we're going to drink a rye barrel aged ale. Okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll be here. Mm -hmm. All right, fellas, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Maybe a Merkin wine? Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.